There are two kinds of people in the insurance industry. Those who are captive and those who are free. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. There is so much I wish I would have known before I made the freedom jump to the independent side. I mean, even now, I feel like I'm learning something new every single month. We're all about helping insurance agency owners and sales professionals reach your maximum potential and flex your freedom. My team and I replaced six years of captive agency revenue in 17 months with Riskwell. 17 months, man. It's crazy. This show is where I share our successes, our failures, and what I've learned along the way. We lay out a blueprint of how to make your freedom jump from captive to indie to market domination. I'm bringing you colleagues from markets across the country with dozens of different specialties. They're eager to share their stories and best practices with you. I'm your host, James Jenkins. Welcome to Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go. Hey there, Freedom Jumpers. Welcome to the Agency Freedom Podcast, where we take our listeners from captive to indie to market domination. I'm your host, James Jenkins, and this episode is very cool because I am joined uh, by a rowdy bunch of knuckleheads. I'm not sure what to call us. Uh, I, I'm titling it tentatively uh, the Better Frat uh, Party Thanksgiving episode because uh, I am joined by six of my friends and colleagues from across the country, uh, the seven of us, as well as uh, Mr. Bo Pilgrim, uh, who that is actually his legal name, Bo Pilgrim, believe it or not, uh, from Louisiana. He is on a river somewhere, probably in Montana or I don't know where he is, but he politely declined and said, sorry, guys, I can't join you. But the other uh, six gentlemen here, we all were house guest of one another in just an amazing experience uh, in Phoenix back in April with the Better Agency Conference. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to each of these guys and just let them uh, introduce themselves to you. There's a total of seven of us. So this is probably going to be a rowdy conversation if I know these guys uh, at all. So the topic for this episode, very simply, is the top 10, the top 10 things that independent insurance people uh, are thankful for uh, this year. I did some of the, the writing down, but most of these 10 items were uh, settled on collaboratively. So uh, the seven of us are just going to break it open and, and talk shop for three or four minutes on each of these 10 things and get you back to your day. Probably going to be right about the usual length of episodes, roughly an hour. Uh, so I'm just going to turn it over here uh, and we'll go and the order that you guys appear on my screen here on Riverside. Uh, and uh, JC, go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, where your office is, and uh, maybe one or two quick facts about uh, you know what makes you you, and we'll just go around the horn here. Hey guys, JC Wagaman here, and I founded Catalyst Insurance Group just over two years ago from scratch. Um, all my appointments are direct, and I was, I was a captive agent for 10 years. Um, before I uh, got out of the industry altogether for eight, um, then opened my agency from scratch um, about a little over two years ago. It's been an amazing journey. Um, it's been an incredible learning process. And that loss, that, that uh, experience, that learning experience has really been expedited by a lot of the people that uh, you're going to hear from today in this group. It's just been an amazing blessing to have such great people. And uh, I feel like you guys are on this journey with me. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Mr. Jones. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Lucas Jones. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri at Briarcliff Insurance. Uh, I'm an agency manager, so a little bit different title, uh, but I manage an agency here in Kansas City for the agency principal. His name is Eric Murray. Um, he's been in the industry for 30 years. He worked for a captive agency who shall not be named. Uh, for many years, uh, 20 years, and then 10 years ago, he started this agency and brought me on about two years ago. And I've just, he's been teaching me the lay of the land along with you guys for the last, uh, um, the last two and a half years. And I've loved every minute of it and look forward to many more years in this industry. Awesome. Lucas Jones, Eric has got to know at some point he's going to lose you to you being an agency principal. So hopefully he's ready for a commiseration when that day comes and we'll all be singing your praises. Thanks hopefully for joining us, brother. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this episode. 
Yep, there you go. Uh, Eric Roberts, what you got, man? Hey, friends. Eric Roberts, my insurance group in San Antonio. Um, man, my path is a little different to the to the being an agency owner. Kind of came through, you know, the claim, handling claims for 15 years, doing doing restoration and whatnot. And you know, you guys have been super helpful, and uh, you, know, you guys just spill all your knowledge and whatnot. So uh, I've really appreciated that. But yeah, just an aggressive growing agency in San Antonio, just trying to trying to plant our flag somewhere. Awesome. Glad you're here, brother. Jared? Yeah, my name is Jared Lorenz. I'm with uh, Alpha Omega Insurance in Plano. I've been in the industry for coming up on 11 years now, and it's been a great 11 years. I'm technically the CFO slash untechnically the jack of all trades. You know, a little bit of HR, a little bit of operations, a little bit of uh, service management, all that sort of stuff for Alpha Omega. And it's really been just a great um, place uh, to do business and yeah it's, this is a great episode to be on here being thankful uh, it's made me think about the things I'm thankful for with the agency I'm at for one thing no I mean I'm really glad you're here brother it's so cool to have people included uh, that are not uh, the individual agency principal that I'm so used to talking to there's a lot of different perspectives and, and areas of expertise in here so uh, awesome. Glad you're here, man. Casey Nelson. Yeah, my name's Casey Nelson. Uh, I used to work with Integrity Personal Insurance in McKinney, which is across town from uh, James's office. And recently I left and I started my own tech consulting and insurance automation um, service called Stackwise. So, uh, you know, I appreciate all of you guys on this call ever since we've all gotten to know each other you know, last April in Phoenix, it's been just awesome to be able to have a group that we can bounce ideas off of and, uh, and know that we're going to get like honest, true, real feedback, even if it's not what we wanted to hear or the answer that we necessarily wanted to get. Um, I think this group provides so much value and I'm, I'm really fortunate to be a part of it, especially because even though I do have the privilege of being James's uh, CTO, I am not on the agency side as a, as a, agency owner or producer anymore so it's awesome to be able to be part of this and, and help people make that jump to the independent side well i think we should just pause and commiserate that you're stuck working with me on a regular basis uh and everyone really should just send you sympathy cards in the mail uh so yeah glad you're here oh, hey, brother. but you know what you know what hey i'm technically hey i'm eric's cto you know i i'm michael's <laughs> cto um, I think I'll be Jared's CTO. I'll be JC's CTO. You know, it's it, it's it's all for everybody. So we can all Man, commiserate together. I I absolutely love the branding of considering Stackwise a fractional CTO, kind of like they do with the CFO stuff. I think that's brilliant. Hey, I love that shirt, JC. I know this is not going to be a video, but appreciate you uh, rocking the Stackwise on your vacation. There you go, Michael Frankie. Finish this up, man. Yes, sir. Um, Michael Frankie from the little Alsace of Texas, as it's um, as it's known, Castroville, Texas. Um, been independent since September 1, 2015, just over six years. Previous to that, I was eight years captive um, with an office in Corpus Christi, Texas, and mm. um, still working through um, growth and. Um, Trying to trying to re, trying to reach up to you guys that are killing it out there, um, but um, lots to be thankful for. Um, this group has been a blessing. Um, I look forward to joining you guys again in April, and um, you know, basically, you know, family uh, has been you know a key part of everything, and. I finally have a reliable, I should say reliable, uh, referral source. My wife got a real estate license this past week, so hopefully come New Year, I'll have, I'll have one good referral source out there. <laughs> yeah, you better behave or else uh, she'll, she'll stop sending you business. I know, that, that little red <laughs> building across the street that I despise. 
Um, I hope she doesn't send anything that way. They who shall not be named. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Michael Franking, thank you for joining us. So, uh, what we're going to do, folks, is literally just jump right in to this list of 10 items uh, that we built together. We're going to start on uh, number one. I'm just going to list them off real quick. Uh, and whoever wants to jump in and just say your piece on, on why you're thankful for that item or you know, add something to the, the dialogue, that is great. Uh, so, we're uh, starting in no particular order here. This is literally just the 10 things off the top of our heads collectively. The first one is freedom. It is literally just freedom in all of its wonderful applications, uh, regardless of where the seven of us came from, regardless of where you listening here to this podcast came from. Uh, yeah, ridiculously amazing insurance agent Michael Frankie holds up a book from Agency Performance Partners Kelly Donahue Puro. This is your shout outs. Congratulations. No advertising dollars spent and you got yourself a national podcast shout out. You're amazing and I think very highly of you as well. Thank you for that, Michael. That was awesome product placement right there. So let's discuss freedom. You know, briefly chime in with whatever you want to add. Why are you grateful? Uh, fellas here with me. Why are you grateful for freedom? What does it mean to you and your agency? And remember, this is a one-hour podcast. We have 10 to get through, so uh, three or four minutes total for each of these. And go. You unmute you know, yourself me, if you want to jump in. You know, for me, it, um, when I was a captive, I uh, worked really hard, did everything they told me to do. I followed their system. I grew my territory by well over a million dollars to the largest it's ever been, and I believe ever been since. And uh, of no fault of my own, the carrier decided to go one direction when the rest of the industry was going another. And, uh, you know, you, lo you, you lose over a million dollars of business in 12 months. Um, and that opened my eyes real quickly. I, and I don't ever want to be in that position again because, you know, here I was, I had built the relationship with the customer. And because the carrier said, you need to go give everybody a 30% rate increase. I, my relationships were damaged and I never wanted to be in that position again. So when you talk about being thankful for freedom, knowing that if a carrier decides to do that today, I can, Hey, that's fine. We can go place you with somebody else. It's going to be a better fit for you, for, you know, for the coming years ahead. And it's just being able to put the client's needs first. Um, it's probably the most valuable thing for me for freedom. We get to do business how we want, when we want with who we want. Love it. Michael, I I, um, I actually have to add on to what JC said there. Uh, after being captive and and having that limitation um, and and those requirements that you know sometimes just that made absolutely no sense. Um, not having to follow that any longer and working with companies that I want to work with for our agency um, and finding the right fit of carriers for our agency to meet our clients' needs um, has, been, has been the best part. Uh, that freedom has allowed us to, to grow and do things that I would not have been able to do, um, you know, with the big blue company at one point. So, um, you know, it, it's great. And, you know, we're, we're building upon that. So I like, I like what we have and, and being able to operate where we want to. I wish I was in J JC's position right now. Yep. Well, I'm going to call an ad, uh, addible, not an addible, you know what an addible is. An audible is what I meant. And I'm going to replace number two on this list here, guys, because as I'm listening to JC and Michael talk, I'm thinking, Ooh, no, I need to put this on the list. Okay, raise your hand if you are glad that you, as an independent agent, do not have to sell any particular product ever again. There is no one breathing down your neck going, oh, you need to sell life insurance for policies this month. Oh, you better make sure you get that financial product. Oh, you better make sure you insert line of business here. There is not a single person who can come into any of our offices and dictate what we sell to anyone ever again. Glory. Hallelujah. Yeah, round of applause right there. I'm just going to let that round of applause go for a second because that is a beautiful thing. Anybody want to sound <laughs> off on that? Any Anything to, to add on the I sell whatever I need to sell to meet the needs of the client and screw you, carrier target. We don't care if we get life insurance. 
It doesn't matter. If the client doesn't need it, then we're not going to sell it. Well, I don't think I have, I mean, I've never been a captive agent, but I think in any business, man, you have to control your, you know, you have to control your business. So being forced to sell something that you don't like, it comes off maybe um, not very intentional or whatnot, but man, for me, just the idea of being able to work with who I want to uh, work, sell the products that I want to sell that I'm comfortable with, there's a, it makes it super comfortable and not fake. That's for sure. I can tell you, I will never talk about life insurance in my office ever again. When I uncover the need, we've got a lot of people that we work with uh, that we will send that to them. I mean, literally just last week, we sent two referrals out. And one of my great referral partners here, David Thompson in Frisco, uh, Texas here, uh, he wrote a very nice account for a real estate investor. And the client got what I needed and I didn't have to do anything for it. I mean, that is just a beautiful thing because you know, one of our partners gets a good referral, the client gets what they need, and we get to remain profitable and stay in our core competency. So anybody else want to chime in on that before we move on to number three? No, I just see a whole bunch of head nodding here. So yeah, we're on the same page there. Amen to that. So next up is number three on our list, and that is simply innovation, the ability to innovate and craft a client journey that is aligned uh, with our ideal, with our expectations. That might come in the form of technology. It might come in the form of a, a quality vendor that you get to add to your uh, repertoire of services. So guys, let's unpack this for a little bit. What does innovation mean in your office and why are you thankful that you get to participate on whatever terms you want to with innovation? Casey, why are you thankful for innovation? Why am I thankful for innovation, for IAOA innovation? No, innovation as in innovating on whatever the client needs. Oh. And just I'm in a sorry, general I just sense. Had this is what I get for calling you out room. without providing appropriate context, I guess, huh? <laughs> it's okay. My daughters just got back. It's Thanksgiving week, so they're not in school at the moment, so they distracted me. But no, I'm super thankful for innovation because, especially in this industry, we as an industry are so far behind. I feel like everybody on this call, like we're all nodding our heads like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I think, where we should be or some of us are even more advanced. Certainly we're all more advanced, I think, than the, the average insurance agent. But what's crazy is it's just, we're so far behind as an industry. The innovation now is allowing people to scale in ways that, you know, if you're a 50, 60 year old agency owner, and you've been doing it for 30 years, like your mind just has to be absolutely blown by the ability to now scale. I mean, like I've got a client right now with Stackwise who's anticipating uh, their average inbound lead source goes from 40 a month to 400 a month in Q1. Wow. And if, you're, if you've just been doing it the old way, you know, keying in data every single time or heaven forbid writing data, you know, writing it down and then transcribing it, like you're gonna be behind and you, there's no way you're gonna be able to get caught up. And innovation is allowing us all to have unprecedented levels of success, uh, scalability and flexibility. I mean, look at us, like, I don't know how many of us are actually in an office right now. I see James is in his office. I can't, oh yeah, Eric, you're in your office. Okay, so a few of you are, but I mean like, you know, JC's working from an RV for crying out loud. And he can still be making money and moving and grooving. And if he's built out the technology and innovations that, that are available, he's not going to miss a beat. And that's incredible. Amen to that. And if Bo wasn't a slacker, he'd be on the phone with us right now from a kayak in the middle of a river somewhere. Surprise that, would awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Frank, did you want to add something there? You had that look on your face. Um, no, I mean, I, I agree with, with Casey. I mean, you know, I am that. 52 year old agent that, you know, still trying to get around the, the technology piece and, and innovate, you know, and, and, you know, as you guys know, I do want to innovate, but I'm kind of behind the curve a little bit, um, trying to figure it all out. And, um, but it's nice. I mean, to be able to do what we do, um, and to be able to do it, you know, from, you know, a travel trailer. I mean, heck, if we really, if we really wanted to get it, um, really fun with it, let's get on a cruise and, and, you know, be able to do, do the work from a, you know, from a cruise ship. 
I mean, do we really want to be working on a cruise ship? I don't know. But hey, I've been. I'm not working from a cruise ship. I'm just going to be real with you. Okay. Okay. But I've been in JC <laughs> spot where I've gone camping and, and been able to work, you know, and, and manage my time to, to work and, and spend time with family. Um, I can tell you right now, eight, you know, over six years ago, that was a lot less likely um, to be able to, to accomplish things like that. So, um, love it. We, we've got a lot of a lot of abilities, and, and to see what's happening in the industry right now um, is is incredible. No man, well, absolutely. With innovation, man, the idea that you can work from a cruise ship if you want to, you know, or, or you don't have. I mean, obviously, you know, it's just a double edged sword. My Casey knows my frustration with uh, with innovation and trying to make things work properly, but you know, just having the uh, having the the access to all these programs, you know, you know the the shameless better agency drop them, you know, now, you know, being able to uh, to just use all their campaigns and the systems and getting them to work properly, it's it's great and frustrating all at the same time trying to make all this stuff work together. No, better agency is the one that sold to Vertifor, right? They they sold out to the machine. No, I think that was a different one. I think oh, you're okay. confused there, James. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. It's they all look the same to me. I don't know the difference from one platform to another. Yeah. The great thing the great thing about innovation, I think, is that yes, it's technology and, and we're innovating as an industry from a technology standpoint, but it's not just limited to any one scope or one area of what we're doing in our businesses. And we can be innovating how we bring in lead sources and, and go after those, how we bring in clients, how we service our, our existing insureds to give them the best experience. And really, it just is using our God-given ability to be creative and just being thankful for our ability to be creative in different facets. That's what innovation is to me. Yeah, and I think, I think it even goes beyond just the technology side of it as well because it helps us set us apart with the clients that we want to do business with right it helps us innovate to cater to the clients that we want to do business with as opposed to looking like the same guy down the road or the next town over uh when clients come to us they know this is what i'm getting uh and that may be different than this company but that that's what i want you know I think innovation, though, requires discipline. You know what I mean? Like, we can set it all up, but it requires just as much more discipline than, than not trying to do something. Like, we, we're making it easy, but it requires a whole lot more discipline, which is hard for a lot of people. No, I, I, think, I think that is a great place to stop with innovation because we still have uh, six more we got to get to here. So, Or actually, seven more. I can't count to ten, apparently. So... Moving now into the number four thing that independent insurance agents are thankful for this year. It is simply mentorship uh, within the industry and uh, within you know, groups like this where uh, there's so much advice uh, poured out from one guy to another at various times. All of us are both giving and receiving advice. It's pretty cool how this works. Uh, Lucas and Jared, I wanted to pick you guys specifically uh, to, to mention this one because uh, while you're both equity partners in your agencies, you're not uh, the agency principal. You're not responsible for steering the ship. Uh, and, and you probably both have a lot of experience receiving quality mentorship. Uh, what does that look like to you? Lucas, why don't you go first? Yeah, so I'm actually not an equity partner at this point, which I'm cool with. Uh, there's a lot of really good things happening there. So oh, cool. I uh, just want to be My clear bad. about that. But um, yeah, no, you're good. So with that, though... Um, Eric, the agency principal that I, I work with, um, he's awesome. Uh, he, he spends a lot of time just really helping me understand not only the different ins and outs of, of, of just the basic insurance stuff that we're talking about every day, but the ins and outs of all of the, like, I, I, I'm sitting in conversations that being two years in the industry, I just don't get to sit in. Uh, that most people aren't getting to sit in. And it's a really awesome opportunity because he allows me that. And then I have this group. Um, He's in the trenches with me day to day. And then these are like 
these are like my guys that in this group that I go to and I'm like, hey, we don't know how to do this. What do we do? And mentorship's so important in that because um, if if we're just being real, everybody everybody has learned different things, and so just being able to sharpen that sword with each other, off of each other, as we're thinking through different aspects of life, like. Um, I remember when we went to Better Agency, I was sitting down with Casey, and we were just talking about the EOP program, and we're like, how do we get our money's worth for this? And Casey's like, well, we do this, this, and this. And I'm like, that is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Like, uh, And it's something that I hadn't even fully prepared myself or even was thinking about when I went to. It's just a casual conversation that we were having. And so mentorship isn't always this big formal thing. It's sometimes these little glimmers of uh of light in um in what we're seeing throughout the industry through other people through their innovation through their freedom through how they've learned and uh sharing that with each other how about you jared yeah lucas hit on something there that that he didn't hit go super deep in i want to go a little deeper into it and that was that he gets to sit in on meetings that not every insurance professional gets to sit in on And that's a huge part of mentorship in your agency as you're developing people, putting people in place that can essentially replace you in a good way or duplicate yourself. Um, I also get to sit in those. And there's actually a group of about four of us at the agency I'm with that we all sit in on carrier meetings and we're all very transparent. And I think that uh, the mentorship that we get through through that is one of the greatest things in allowing us to be successful. Um, and that's just been a, that's just been a huge thing for my development as an insurance professional. So that's a that's a big thing on the mentorship. And then outside of the agency, there's just so many people out there. And um, to some degree in insurance, there there are some really high functioning people that run together in the same crowd. But by and large, those people are willing to help you and answer questions. And don't be afraid to go to those people. Those people are are fantastic and will absolutely take their time and help you be successful. And I'm so thankful for that. I've definitely benefited from multiple relationships. I don't know a better way to transition out of that, man. Thanks, guys. Hey, Freedom Jumper, are you looking to take your business to the next level? Who isn't, right? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they understand the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing marketplace. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique or outlandish they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't just survive in the competitive insurance industry. Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Get started today. Learn more at nbsbrokerage.com. Next one is number five in our list of things we are thankful for. It is authentic relationship. I think uh, the the seven of us on this call, a uh, great example uh, from across the country. Um, and I'm just going to loop these two in together because they're kind of the same thing. Uh, number five, authentic relationship. And number six, uh, this fraternity of knuckleheads uh, that is, let's be honest, this is duplicated in so many different small circles throughout our industry uh, on on various social media channels in local masterminds uh, there is one uh, that I have, I learned of its existence at innovation uh, Kilgo and Wagner were talking about a small group that they started organically uh, that is very similar uh, in in format uh, to what happens gosh I imagine hundreds and thousands of times throughout the, the country completely organically. Um, so let me see here, JC, I'm going to ask you, uh, and then Michael as well, if you want to sound off, uh, what, what you're thankful for with regards to, uh, authentic relationship with your peers in a, a blue ocean way of thinking, uh, here in the industry. Well, you know, it's a lot of what we're trying to do has already been done before. 
Um, there's people that have been wildly successful and starting an agency from scratch. I've never been an agency owner. Okay. So that, that whole concept is new to me. Um, and what, what I just am so grateful for when we were down in innovation, Bo and I stayed up talking till one or two o'clock in the morning. Um, and that was probably the best I could have left and turned around and went home after that conversation I had with him, just talking about direction. I need to go with my agency and I can be completely honest with him. It's not going to get used against me. It's not going to get held against me, but we could be transparent with each other and really solve some of my business's um, direction issues. You know, where am I going to go? Because, you know, one of the beautiful things about freedom is we can go in any direction. It's also a curse uh, to some extent if you're not focused. And so um, being able to have those relationships where I can, you know, they'll ask, you guys will ask me the tough questions. Questions that I don't always necessarily want to answer, um, but ne they need to be answered in order to, to clarify direction and, you know, to speed this process up. So um, just being able to have a sounding board because the entrepreneurial journey can be very, very lonely. There's not a lot of people out there that can relate to what we go through on a daily basis. So being able to have y'all to say, do you like that? I, I put in some Southern in there having y'all to sound off on. It's just, uh, it's Man, been such Indiana a boy blessing. sure sounds like a Southerner. It's what happens when I've been <laughs> in Tennessee for 24 hours. But just having that sounding board, man, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much that means to me. So do you have the bourbon coming out of your pores yet, or does that happen tomorrow? Uh, you've seen that before, James. <laughs> hey, you know what they say, what happens at the Better Agency Conference stays at the Better Agency Conference. Just don't tell me how to drive, okay, JC? <laughs> I got you covered, JC. Oh, man. Michael, what you got? Um, just really to add on to, to a lot of JC's um, comment there, um, you know, over the last few years, I, I would say even even through the year of, of, of COVID, you know, looking at it, to look at this group, you know, and and see the authentic relationships that we've had, you know, that you know, in this less than a year uh together. But, you know, I can go back uh was it twenty eighteen, um Casey, we met in New Orleans and you know, enjoyed walking the French quarter watching him eat his first um, oysters on the half shell <laughs> and, you know, having <laughs> some good beer and, and, um, and, you know, getting to know each other. And, and that relationship has just kind of moved on and, and, and grown, uh, you know, and, and being able to turn to him for, you know, for advice and, and some assistance. Um, JC and I, you know, I, Phoenix was awesome. Um, you know, each one of you guys having individual conversations, um, with each one of you and, and just knowing the support is there. I could probably give you each one of you a call at any moment and go, dude, man, I got, I got something, you know, I, I need, I need to, um, you know, discuss with somebody and, and maybe get some advice or whatever. I know I got it. I mean, even with Bo, um, he's been, you know, I hate that he's not here right now, but, you know, dude, each one of you guys are, um, are stand up guys. And I, and, you know, I, I'm so thankful, uh, for you all. We love you too, big guy. Hey, J <laughs> James, can I jump in there? No, I'm sorry. We've met our quota for comments on this question. Gotta get in question. there faster, Casey. Dang it. Okay. I knew I was a little too late. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. Um, You're good. No, but but something Michael brought up that, that I think is interesting is I'm not sure how many people or how many groups there are like this in our circles. I mean, certainly I think that there are some. I mean, we most of us on this call know Teresa um, Kitchens, and she's got a group that's stayed together since the Phoenix um, Innovation Convention back in 2018. And that's super impressive that they're still going strong, you know, almost four years later. Um, 
But what I noticed at Innovation this year, which was interesting, was I felt like there were a lot of people who were first timers and they didn't know what to do. And I, I, for anybody listening to this, if you run in these same circles, reach out to people and try to build a little accountability group or try to build a little network of, of people that you can bounce ideas off of. Because if, if somebody could see the, you know, the Facebook Messenger chat that we have um, for this group, I mean, you know, whether it's hiring, whether it's equity, sales strategies, referral partner follow-up, like, I mean, if it wasn't for this group, and someone was asking that question, who are they gonna ask? You know, are you just gonna put it in the Facebook group? Like, yeah, you might get some good responses, but you almost, you know, will probably get some snarky ones too. So um, I just think if somebody's listening to this and you don't have a group of three or four uh, people that run in that circle, that you should really try to do that. And, and they don't have to be people that are all local. I mean, I know that there's four of us on this call that are from Texas, five of us on this call from Texas, but, um, you know, you know, I know we got <laughs> we got some other Midwesterners too, which is good. But I just think that it's something that people should do. And I think that what that's one thing I noticed that in Tampa was this, I felt like there were a lot of newbies that didn't know what to do. And it's like just reach out and just make a group, man. You know, it'll help along. It'll go a long, long ways. If JC's not careful, he's going to get adopted by the state of Texas as an honorary Texan. That's what they did to Casey. He's a Midwesterner. Don't let him kid you. Okay, so moving on to number seven on our list. I'm glad we were able to connect uh, five and six there. Number seven on our list of things that independent agency, uh, excuse me, I can't talk today, independent insurance agencies are thankful for. Uh, and this one, Jared, I think you're the one that added this. Uh, so you can feel free to sound off first if you want to. Uh, it is the ability to select and actively steward carrier partnerships and what your overall mix of carriers looks like. Absolutely. The great thing here is that this is different for every agency and it's different for different parts of the country, but really it's different for every agency and you have the ability to do that. The big one that I'm going to use, and I may get some booze on this, but the big one that I'm going to use as an example here is progressive. There's a lot of no. agency partners out there that really dislike progressive. Progressive can be difficult to deal with. They they pretty much have a no-nonsense attitude. But guess what? They'll still appoint you. You may not get the highest commission levels from them right away, but they'll still appoint you. If you're going to produce for them and you have a roof over your head, they will appoint you. And so they're one of our biggest books of business. Now, a lot of agencies don't like them, and that's okay. That's absolutely okay, but they can be a great carrier partner for you, um, just like any other carrier. And so that's kind of, I just say, I use them as an example because they're so polarizing. I'm thankful for their, for their existence, for their, what they do, but I recognize that there's other great carrier partners that are fantastic as well um, and might meet another agency's needs better. Um, so just that that extreme flexibility is just a huge thing that I'm thankful for in the industry that we've chosen. I, I got to say, I'm also very thankful for Progressive and their extremely broad underwriting appetite. Because I'll tell you, if Progressive will not write your auto insurance, you should probably have your license taken away because you're a terrible, terrible driver. I mean, they have the broadest <laughs> appetite of, I think, any carrier I've ever seen. It's like, oh, you've got an SR-22 and 17 at-fault accidents in the last five years? Sure. We'll insure you. It's going to be $34,000 a year, but we'll insure you. Come on over. <laughs> Man, anybody else want to jump in on the carrier thing? I will say I actually had one of, the, one of those progressives that they would not insure. I, was I like, didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah. Well, they actually got non-renewed. And then the client came to me and I was like, well, let me just see if they'll rewrite it, you know, within. No, it was that bad. Well, if you play yeah. your game right as a non-standard insured, you can ping pong back and forth between Geico and Progressive and just let them bounce <laughs> off of each other. Well, guess who I recommended him he go to? <laughs> Fred Loya? <laughs> No, that that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
Anything yeah. else to add before we jump on to the last three? All right. I'm going to I'm going to add real quick. Sorry, I'm jumping back in. Um, one other thing with the carriers, and a way to show your thankfulness to carriers that really is appreciated, is just to be a good agency partner. And by that, I mean just being open with them. Uh, it it really is um, amazing. And Carruthers has talked about this some um, as well. Just if you are nice to the underwriters, to the reps, to whoever, you will get favors from the carriers. And that's a huge deal. Um, maybe you're not um, riding a lot with a carrier. Maybe they have bad pricing in your area, but maybe you're an excellent partner in every other way and you get to keep your contract for longer than you would until they're back in, in the riding game. So this is an area I think I'm so thankful for the carriers we write. Um, and we work really hard to show that, and we've seen it reap uh, great dividends for us. This segment sponsored by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to jump now into number eight on our list. This is, we are very thankful as independent insurance agents for the teams that we get to work with. Eric, uh, I'd love for you to take a, a swing at this. I know your team is larger, uh, a lot larger than average. Uh, and culture of uh, something that you care quite a bit about. Why don't you talk about uh, the importance uh, of a high-quality team and what you're thankful for there? Man, I'm super thankful I do, I mean, for my team, uh, 18 employees. Um, I'm so thankful. I just got back from Hawaii, and I didn't have to touch a thing uh, there for a week. You know, culture is huge. Um, you know, we all know cancer spread. You know, within, so you got to do, you know, you got to do your due diligence, hiring people, interviewing and whatnot, um, you know, and hiring is expensive, but so is firing. So, you know, interviewing and, and being committed to, uh, you know, being committed to a culture, a level, a, a, you know, a, a standard is, 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 is really the key to all that. Um, I mean, it, it, you could, I could talk about this for an hour, really. Um, but, I mean, Casey's been by my office and kind of seen the method to the madness around here. I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, it's just, it's just really good, solid, um, you know, hiring, reading, constantly, constantly trying to be better. Um, it's really what it boils down to. What do you contribute? Yeah, it's a, what do you attribute your success to there, Eric? Eighteen people on on a team—that's a lot. There's a lot of challenges uh, that um, that come along with that. Uh, so, what do you, what do you think uh, you guys have done better than most to be able to have this kind of success with such a large team? Uh, train, you know, meeting Monday morning meetings. Uh, getting everybody on the same page, you know, reminding everybody what we're trying to accomplish. Friendly competitions within the within the agency, uh, and constantly just trying to be better and train and keep on training. Whether it's training on product, training on uh, sales skills, you know, on motivation, just or just motivating in general. Uh, I think our team knows as a, what we're trying to accomplish as as a, you know as an agency itself, and buy-in, you know, getting the buy-in. Uh, from from the from all the uh, internal agencies, you know, from the employees is is huge, man. It's it, it, it's uh, it's huge. It all starts with a culture, a solid culture. So, Casey, were you going to say something there? You had your mic turned on. Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, Eric's office and his team is great. Like I've had a unique opportunity to go visit them when we were down in San Antonio for Brain Chair and. Um, it's it's a cool culture, man. Like, um, not just what they're doing with technology, but but they've got. You you said they have a lot of people, and they do. But everyone has a very clearly defined role. And some you know some people I talk to, there there's a lot of gray area, but they've put in the time to make sure that their workflows actually do push uh, the results that they want to get. And it's been really cool to see what they're doing and be a part of helping them. Yeah, Casey, we definitely appreciate you. That's for sure. JC, I know you had a connection problem. Did you want to add something on the carrier question? No, I'm good. I was All just, right. I mean, the only thing I was going to talk about was just the value of, of investing in that carrier relationship. You know, the way I operate, it's been the same with my customers and my carriers is 
so many people want to hold stuff close to the vest because it somehow makes them think that they get an advantage that way. And I've just kind of taken the opposite approach. Let's get all the cards on the table and then we can make the best decision moving forward for all parties involved. I've taken that relationship with my customers or that stance with my customers. I've taken that stance with my carriers, with my underwriters. It just makes life easier that way. And so when you talk about value in that carrier relationship, man, that is that goes so far because they know they can trust you when you tell them something. No, I've seen that played out time and again. Uh, you know, year to date, our highest volume, quote unquote, normal admitted carriers uh, is is with Liberty Mutual and with Chubb. Uh, and everything that you just said has been reflected in in real living color from feedback that I've gotten from both of our top two carriers. Uh, I think that is probably universally true. Uh, the more transparent and authentic you are with your carrier partners, the better it is for everybody. I could not agree more. All right, we've got the last two. And I think these really are from an existential, from a headspace perspective. These are probably uh, two of the most important topics we could possibly even be talking about on any episode uh, of this podcast. So uh, next to last, number nine on our list here is we are thankful for the opportunity to have real impact and deliver important solutions uh, for our clients. Uh, anybody want to sound off with uh, an example or a story here on uh, some situation where you've been able to deliver real impact, uh, like something tangible for your client? Jared? This is, this is not tangible, sorry. But I was just thinking, um, as you were saying that, uh, I've got one client who's wife unfortunately passed away in a bad accident several years ago and he's become one of my best friends and I was able uh, through that to really help him uh, talk to him make the insurance side of it super easy um, and really care for him and that's one of the best things about uh, this industry is that we get the chance to care for people and really make them part of our family and now we have lunch and hang out and he, he's just, he's, he's a really good friend uh, that I honestly, I say, I love you too now. I thought you said that to everyone. That's when you told me, I love you. You, you told me I was special, Jared. You are special, right. James. Wait, you, you say that to everybody? Not everybody. Oh man. I'm feeling a lot less special right now, Jared. Wait, JC, did he say I love you to you too? I know I'm feeling a lot less special right now. Golly. Man, I thought we had something. <laughs> Lucas, what you got, man? Oh, I was raising my hand saying that he said that to me too, but um, I can't chime <laughs> in here. I can't chime in here. Um, I worked for a, a – in a very real sense, I worked for I, – I, my background was health insurance before this, so um, I was on the dark side for sure. Um, but I felt like I – the company that I worked for, they were really – really really rigid about the products we put people in or the 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 um things that we could do for customers and it felt like um everything was very scripted everything was very structured which is not bad in and of itself but part of it was not getting to know the customer not getting to really know their needs it was trying to go off of a scientific method of trying to figure out what they needed. And I sometimes like to explain sales is it's parts, it's part science and it's part art. It's a little bit of both. There's some flexibility that needs to be there so that you can work for the customer, not just work uh, to get the customer's business. And one of the things that I love the most is that that's what we get to do as independent agencies or agents. Um, we get to work for customers and really get the, the products that they need while also saying, hey, you know, maybe you should look at potentially moving this up and here's why we can offer recommendations and really explain to them and care for them. And if, you know, if they come to us and say, hey, I want you to do this and it's something that we're not comfortable doing, we can walk away from that. It's not going to, it's not going to feel like it's, it, we can protect ourselves while also saying, I care enough about you to not let you do that with me. And if, if, if that matters to you, then I can walk away from that. And that's, what's amazing about it, man. Michael, you want to sound off there? Um, man, trying to think of scenarios where I, where I've, um, 
dealt with some of that. You know, I know I've, I've had you know numerous clients that have had um, circumstances um, that haven't been good, and um, one one actually is a single mom who you know home home got beat by hell. Uh, fortunately, nobody was in the home when when the storm happened. Um, on top of that, um, during the whole process um, of having to live elsewhere, her truck was stolen, and you know she went on and and um, you know sang praises of, of the company that we were able to put them with, and um, you know and how they how they have taken care of her. Um, during all of that, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I, I seriously doubt I would have been able to do that um, in my previous um, agency. Um, so you you run into those circumstances, but also you know to add on to I think what Lucas was saying there, um, also telling the person, you know I don't I don't like what you're doing and what you're asking me to do. Move on. It literally is not. So the game that we want to play, we we're not we're not the one that's going to make something work to appease your your concern for a rape. Just not going to do it. So, should we have an honorary eleventh thing uh, that we are thankful for the ability to fire really really bad clients? Tell people to buzz off. Because I don't know about you, but I wasn't allowed to do that when I was a farmer's agent. I was specifically told, no, you cannot fire a client. You can't tell them you're not welcome here. But uh, I definitely can as an IA. I, I just keep a list of my least favorite. I just keep a list of my least favorite uh, direct <laughs> carriers and make sure I give them as referral sources when we want to fire that customer. There you go. You know what? We, we have a rate increase of 400%, but I have a great referral for you of an agent <laughs> right down the street from me that'll take great care of you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man. Oh, man. We've all been there. Uh, last one. And I'm going to hit this one twice because this this last one I think is incredibly important. Uh, I personally am very thankful for the ability to advocate on behalf of our clients. And uh, kind of as the other side of the coin from number seven, talking about carrier partnerships, sometimes advocating for the client's best interest means firing a carrier. Uh, it means telling the client, uh, this carrier is not the best fit for your needs, or I'm, I'm sorry, it sounds like you probably need to hire a public adjuster, uh, or you know, in some way hold the carrier accountable beyond you know, simply sending an email asking for an update from a claims adjuster or from an underwriter. So yeah, this is the last one. So um, obviously, you know, feel free to hop in if you want to, uh, all the guys here on this call with me. What does advocacy mean uh, to you and why are you thankful for that as an independent agent, JC? You know, uh, when you're a captive agent, it's your job, you are paid to represent the company to your customer. When the company makes a claims decision, when the company makes an underwriting decision or a pricing decision, it's our job to relay that and to justify that to the customer. As an independent agent, it's completely the opposite. I work for my customer and it's just a totally different relationship because I get to put my customer's best interest first. I get to be the one that goes to bat for them. And if a carrier and them get sideways, you know what? We can go somewhere else. We don't have to stay with this particular carrier. I mean, I had a recent uh, situation with a customer where um, the claim could not have gone more poorly and the carrier actually closed out the claim and was going to deny it with no grounds to deny it. Um, and we were able to advocate on their, on their behalf and get this, this claim taken care of for them. And I wouldn't have had the option to do that when I was a captive, you know, I would have just had to take in what the carrier said and move on. And so, uh, it just allows me to just a completely different sense of, it's what we're here to do. As independent agents, it's our job to take care of the, the clients that we represent. That's where my relationship is the strongest. You know, I said, hey, trust me to be your advocate. 
And uh, I, I put a lot of stake in that. Um, that means a lot to me. And it's probably one of the things that I am absolutely most grateful for in being an independent insurance agent is that ability to always put my customer's best interest first. And knowing you like I do, I have no doubt uh, that the individuals on the receiving end of that baseless claim denial uh, will rue the day that they ever crossed your path uh, without just cause. uh, I don't think JC takes kindly to people wasting his time or his client's time. (laughs) So anybody else want to sound off here? Man, I'm the same way on that, man. I'm the same way on that. You know, I spent so many years in claims and, and just knowing, cleaning up the disasters and whatnot. And I take claims calls all day long. And sometimes I get, you know, I understand the situation. And sometimes I get so flabbergasted by what these adjusters are trying to accomplish here. But I will tell you, man, having a solid team, I know it's kind of, um, you know, you know, having a public adjuster on your side and like an a, a insurance specific attorney in, in your in your referral wheelhouse definitely uh, definitely helps, especially whenever you're trying to land like large big deals and people and trying to stand out amongst the, uh, other agents. Man, it's it's a it's kind of a say uh, it's definitely a shoe in. That's for sure. Who else? What what does advocacy mean to you, and why are you thankful for it? I tell you, this is my take on it. It it really is the fulfillment of the promise when someone decides to do business with us. Uh, They can't walk into a store and walk out with a cute teddy bear or a new TV or a shiny new truck or some other consumer purchase. There's nothing tangible that they leave with when they make a purchase at our office or anyone listening to this uh, podcast. The, the advocacy, the care and concern for the client's best outcomes, that is delivering on the promise that we made to them when they agreed to become a client. And I don't know of any better way uh, to tell someone that they mean something to you other than doing what you said you would do on probably one of the worst days of that person's life. Because regardless of what the claim situation is, whether it's a bad car accident or a house fire or an, a team member got hurt and is you know rushed to the hospital in a work comp incident, or there's a lawsuit that someone wasn't expecting, uh, it doesn't matter what the claim situation is. It's probably one of the worst days of that client's life. And we get the opportunity, we as insurance and risk management professionals, we get to be a part of making that better. And that really, when you boil it down to the nuts and bolts of the why this, this profession is so near to my heart, it really is the advocacy. We get to wear a cape and, and make something suck just a little bit less. And we can't bring someone back from the dead. We can't make an auto accident not happen. We can't put someone's home and their precious you know, family heirlooms back together. Uh, but we can make the, the, the follow-up, we can make the ultimate outcome suck less. Uh, and, and that really is almost like a superpower because I guarantee you that the car salesman can't do that. You know, the person uh, selling that, that tangible item or that service, you know, the Netflix subscription or whatever, they don't get to do that, but we do as insurance professionals. Uh, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, I see a lot of heads nodding there. So I'm not going to make anybody follow that because I know that's kind of a heavy thing to do. So uh, no worries, guys. You don't have to try to you know, get on that level of existential meaning. Uh, so as we, as we wrap up this episode here, we're almost at an hour of recording time. So we're longer than average. Uh, I'll just open up the mics for everybody. Uh, is there anything you want to leave with? Any any final thoughts on what you're thankful for? Uh, or really anything you want to share uh, with the audience before we uh, send this thing out? Casey. Uh, I got something real quick just because I've got a, an appointment waiting on a Zoom to be onboarded. But I'm just thankful that my path has has taken me down the, the road of insurance and now into InsureTech. Um, I'm very thankful for everybody on this call for sure and not to be sappy, but I value all of your opinions and your 
uh, feedback and your relationships and and most importantly your friendship. So um, I appreciate all of you guys, and I hate to jump off a little bit early, but I have to. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Well, Casey, we're all about to jump off right there with you. So um, anything else before we hop? Casey, we'll see you later, man. I, yeah, I, I would just ahead. I would just I'd, add our our spouses. Um, just they're a huge part of our insurance journey. Um, the ability to do it in in multiple different facets, whether you're starting from scratch, um, whether you're working longer hours, sometimes just our spouses is something I'm I would add that I'm thankful for. Here, here, definitely. I would like to make a smart comment there, but I know better than to do that. I shall not. Alice and my wife is absolutely a backbone, as well as my in-laws, who, strangely enough, listen to this podcast pretty regularly, and they don't know the first thing about practicing in the insurance industry. So, uh, Chris and Pam, uh, mom and dad, Rick and Sandy, uh, hope you're enjoying this episode. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Anything else before we wrap up, you guys? Man, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for all of you guys. You guys have had such an instrumental part of my journey of of not just opening my agency, but um, moving it through its life cycle. And um, I'm just, I am so grateful for each and every one of you and the conversations that we've had and the knowledge you've been willing to share and, and, and the accountability calls. I mean, some of you guys don't let me ever, Eric's smiling because he knows I'm talking about him. (laughs) I get a random text from him all the time. Have you done it yet? Have you done it yet? Some of you guys, Eric, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but oh, I mean, no. it's just oh, it was, it's just crazy that, that these friendships all blossomed out of we're going to a technology conference to learn how to use some software that we all paid for and i don't know about y'all but i was looking for save a couple bucks on a hotel and to have a better experience and yet here we are i've created some of my best friends not just in the business but in general and so i'm grateful for that i think that's a great way to end huh or Michael, sorry, Michael is. You know, this group. I mean, already brought, uh, mentioned that and and um, so forth. But this independent agency channel to all the agents out there that um, you know sacrifice to make sure the right thing is done for our clients. Um, I can tell you, coming from the captive world and into this world. And the conferences I've been to, the majority the majority of agents that I've met and um, spent time with that sacrifice that, that that are willing to assist and help along the way. Um, it's not something we have to do. We're you know, if we wanted to really think about it, we're all we're all um, you know, competitors. Why are we helping each other out? We're not. We know we have a we have a job to do and we take care of our clients. And, you know, sometimes we may not be the right, you know, right agent for that client, but somebody else may be the better fit um, to help. And, you know, thank you for everybody that's out there that's that um, is willing to help another agent out to, you know, to make our clients help, you know, take care of our clients better. Amen to that. I can't think of a better way to end this episode than with one very simple challenge. Everybody listening to this episode has received kindness, has received a blue ocean mentality from someone else, whether it is a a, a tip, a best practice, an idea, accountability, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Here's the challenge. Go out and do that one pay it forward thing for someone in your circle. Be a positive force for change in your community, in your circle, within the industry. uh, And let's, you know, continue to kick some captive and direct tail and do what we do. So uh, for those of you that made it to the end of this longer than average episode, congratulations. And I am thankful for you, Freedom Jumper, listening to uh, our podcast. Uh, At some point between now and Friday, we will pass over the 20,000 downloads mark. Uh, And it's pretty cool that that happens the week of Thanksgiving because uh, I had no idea how much impact this little podcast was going to have and how my year turned out and the conversations that I get to have with a lot of very cool people uh, that are a lot smarter than me from across this country. So uh, that's it for uh, this episode of Agency Freedom Podcast. Uh, I believe uh, it is... Uh, episode 30, I think if I'm counting right, it's episode 30. It's coming out day after Thanksgiving, which is just in four short days. 
So that is it for this episode of the Agents Freedom Podcast, and we will talk to you guys soon. Uh, uh, we already have that recorded, so I don't even have to say that part then. Awesome. That little bumper, got it from Fiverr, really high quality. Uh, if you want to get a bumper done, Fiverr is the place to do it. So y'all take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Agency Freedom Podcast. Please subscribe to AFP on your favorite podcasting platform to get automatic updates on every new episode and help other people find us organically. If you like the content you hear, please drop us a quick review and tell the world what you like best. Most importantly, please share agency freedom with someone you know who is still on the captive side of the insurance world. They'll thank you later. You can connect with other Freedom Jumpers, ask questions, get advice, and share your best practices in our Facebook group. Just type Agency Freedom Podcast in the search bar. Visit our website at agencyfreedompodcast.com to sign up for our email list and get access to exclusive resources and sign up to be a potential future guest on the show. We welcome your comments, feedback, and ideas. Email podcast at riskwell.com and we'll look forward to hearing from you. Agency Freedom Podcast, where we help our listeners go from captive to indie to market domination. Until next time, let's go.